This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Why you say you with me when I know that you against me? And my back against the walls, just in case you're trying to get me. But I still just stand tall, trying to make sure she didn't. All the text and the calls and make a fucking difference. I'm drowning. Brought a little buddy with me. It's my homie right here. It's my nephew. Goes by no space. Yes, sir. Thank, up, you. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being here. What? Uh, why don't you give us a little uh, background on yourself? Um, pretty much just make music. And um, yeah, that's about it. I have passion in music and I've been doing it for a little bit now. I've been doing it since freshman year. All right. Very so, good. Five years. Very good. So you, you, you went the... Uh, the SoundCloud route, right? Yeah, yeah. At first, and then, um, yeah. Basically, I'm still kind of on it, but I'm trying to get my way out of it. So it's um. Well, number one, I asked you to come on because not only your music, but uh, we we we've been talking over the last year or so to people that are more our generation. Yeah. You're your generation Z. Yeah. Right. That that dumb term but uh so i wanted a younger view on here um because i've been paying attention i've been paying attention i think you're, you're a smart kid uh you're knowledgeable you know what's going on and um so i wanted a, a like-minded young view on this podcast yeah, it shows that america is not just dying right right it's not dumbing down right right so maybe our younger viewers we'll get some younger viewers watching and Hear what this young man's got to say, then they can grab his music. Sure. So, so, so let, let, let me ask you. We'll, we'll jump right into it. If we, if you had to gauge which way America in general is heading, and I'm going to skip, keep it to America, not the world. We don't want to necessarily get into the world politics yet. But if we had to get into which which way is America going right now? Where do you see America in the next ten years? Which is going to be, you know, during your the, better parts of your life yeah how do you think we're where, where are we going honestly not good right now everything that i've been seeing and like stuff like that it's not looking good at all i mean everything going on with biden right now and um everything going on with that is just not looking good at all and i mean i feel like we're kind of getting laughed at right now as a country so that makes sense that makes sense uh we, we share the same sentiment um with with that being said you it it we're, we're getting laughed at as a country uh, by obviously other countries, right? And why is that? Is it because of the, the divide of the nation or is that because of incompetency in our current leadership? Is it just a just overall mistrust of government? I feel like it's both the mistrust and just like the people running it. They just see the U.S. and the people running the U.S. and thinking of it as a joke, like, seeing all these videos and seeing everything in the news, it's all on the news now. So it's, you can't really hide it. It's not a YouTube video anymore. So you see all these videos of the president looking like an idiot. It's kind of just makes us look dumb. So another reason why I think that you're um, 
your views, your opinions so important. One, you have a, an amazing job. You work hard, and you work in I call it the armpit of America. You're dead smack in America, and uh, I, I won't tell people what you do for a living, but it's it's pretty vital to our country. Um, and on top of that, in your on the music side, you're also in Chicago, talking with people where that's largely like Democrat. Yeah. When I when I see these young bucks, these young kids out here trashing, you know, city streets and and uh, you know, I was born in the eighties, and all I've ever known is the great America. You know, shit was cool when I was growing up, like 1990, 91, 92, 93, like my the, the most beautiful years I've ever seen. It was so cool. I can't even explain it. You know, I can't even my kids can't even fucking ride their bike down the street anymore. You know what I mean? So, um, you've seen, you've seen, I mean, your whole youth, you've seen like the decline of America. Yeah. So what do your friends, that's what I want to know. What are you observing? Are your friends, is it like the media portrays? Mm -hmm. Are they all fucking dumb like that? I mean, <laughs> not everybody, but yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a good amount of people that are, that do act that way. But I mean. Well, I don't even think dumb's the right word, right? I think the, the word is are are they so indoctrinated no. to what's put in front of them that they don't want to look beyond the reality that's posted before them, right? Let, let's face it, the the younger generations, you're only as good as your your latest YouTube video. You're only as good as your your latest you know TikTok. Right. So if I'm if I'm on TikTok and all you're seeing in TikTok filters are saying, hey, look, you know, you know, Republicans, bad, orange man, bad, you know, uh, you know, let, uh, BLM, uh, Antifa, let, let's go. We need to support. Well, it doesn't it doesn't seem like there's a flip side of that coin given to you. There's not that alternative reality or that or just that opposite perspective. It seems very much so that it's just that's what's flooding the. The social media aspects. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you 100% on that. I feel like everyone's brainwashed by the stuff they're watching on or all the shit they're watching on social media. You know, I mean, I feel like everyone's seeing something and then they're going to think that way. Like nobody can have their own opinion anymore because they're so brainwashed into watching mm -hmm. these videos or whatever they see online that they're just going and, off of that. And people are just so, for lack of a better term, they're, they're just so scared to, to talk out because it there, there's a silent majority. Um, I, I truly believe there's a silent majority of people that understand what's going on is beyond messed up. But unfortunately, the, the loudest people in the room are the, the, the minority that are ultimately kind of pulling the puppet strings. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. That's exactly how it goes. Most people do agree with me, except for Randy. We like to disagree. So <laughs> are you are you alone in your views, hanging out with your buddies? No, honestly, like every single one of my boys all, all right. think the same shit as me. I'm not one of them kind of okay. disagrees with me ever. About That's good. Groups. What about, what about um, you go to, you hang out, you go to house parties, you see people from all walks of life. Is that does this shit ever come up in the in those times? Honestly, like if it's a party, no. I'm old as shit, so I, I don't. I was gonna don't... say you you remember when you were growing up? You we talking politics at house parties? I'm just wondering, man. They're not sitting down to have 
you know, theologic conversations. Like you never know, man. Well, unless they smoke some of that sticky, icky, icky. We know that for What's your handle, bro? My handle? Yeah. At no space. K-N-O. K-N-O. S-P-A-C-E. With no space. I didn't throw that out there. Nope. I, yeah. I, no I, space in no space. So I, I, I suspect that you uh, you sing country. <laughs> no. No. no, no I, well, I'm sorry. That, that, was, that was an assumption, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Very eclectic, though, right? Uh, obviously, uh, we, we talked before this. So, so you rap, right? Yeah, I rap, yeah. Okay. And But it, it's not uh, – you know what? Let's get into this. The rap that's going on now, what do you compare that to the rap when we were coming up? The 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 Snoop, the Easy E with a Tupac, right? Yeah. The beats are totally different yeah. now, right? And how do you equate that? Obviously, it's it, it's your it's your genre, it's your field. This is what you know. You, you're you're just you're coming up in in this. Uh, generation you can't change that the, you know what what's hot is hot right now yeah. but it seems like all the the baselines seem to be the same now uh, how do we change that up so i mean back in the day they i mean they used to tell stories and it's kind of swayed away from telling stories i mean some still do but it's it's you don't really see stories anymore and the beats are totally different you're more rapping with your feeling and it's you it doesn't matter like you may not be telling a story but you're rapping just out of your heart and just saying what comes to mind. And it's more vocal now. I feel like everyone's trying to sing and it's more about sound than it is lyrics. People would rather hear a sound that they like more than lyrics that they like. So it, it auto tune. Yeah. Right. It's an auto tune generation that we're dealing with now. Not a bad thing, not a good thing. Personally, uh, I always like the rap with the stories. I could go, I, 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 I still, to this day, I listen to Tupac. Yeah. Just, just stories behind it. And, and, and that, that really does kind of form a nexus between what we're talking about now. Because those were stories, if you really pulled back the layers, you thought of a Tupac song like, like an onion, and you're pulling back these layers. There's inspirational messages in there. Brenda's got a baby. Right. No, Brenda's got right? <laughs> Yeah, but if you actually like get into, you know, you start pulling yeah. that down and, and, and tearing that down, there there, there is, a, a you know, some crucial stories. Dude, and we talked about all this like Tupac Asco. I can remember where the fuck I was when, when both of them got shot, Tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. That's how profound they were. Sure. And I was, uh, I was fucking 12 when Tupac got shot. 13 Biggie got shot. Yeah. P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Oh, that's, that's, wow. that's the word on the street. For real. Okay. Did you watch the biopics and shit? Mm-hmm. You, so you don't think Suge Knight took them, took them both out? No. You don't, you don't think he took Tupac out? No. Oh, get the fuck out nope. of here. I kind of agree with you on that. No, wait. Suge Knight definitely took to kill Tupac. Nah. He set it up so good he was in the he car had too much him. money to do it. Hell no. It wasn't about money at that point. That's about loyalty. Nah, because Tupac wanted out. Yeah, I think when you hit that uh, th- that level of fame, the loyalties, the, the street loyalty is is out the door. It's all about the money at that point. And Tupac was making them more money. Why would you get rid of an asset like that? Oh yeah, at, at the time he kind of had been around longer, a little bit. 
A little bit. I don't know. I don't I'm know. not sure we, I agree we, with we that. We should delve into that conspiracy. We could break it down. And and maybe I'll I'll do a, a reenactment as to what I think happened. Did we'll you watch that. the Johnny Depp movie with uh, uh, he's still investigating Biggie's murder? Mm-hmm. I can't try to think of the name of that movie. It's mm-hmm. fucking good. Yeah. Uh, so I I didn't even realize it was made until I what like religiously watched the Johnny Depp trial, Amber Heard right. trial, and they were talking about a couple of movies that were made and needed to come out. Why well, I found it? It's hmm. fucking good. And it's a documentary. And then this cop, like, he put it all together. Um, yeah. Hmm. Let's look into that. Maybe, I mean, it, it, look, it, my, it digs deep into that conspiracy. My, my opinion, it can be swayed. It's just... That's just Biggie. At, at very surface level, yeah. I, I, I really think that, that that Diddy had a lot to do with it. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, it all tied back to Suge Knight. I'll throw one out before you. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith had Tupac killed. You just you just jumped up the demon. It's because he's fucking Jada, right? No doubt. Absolutely, Will Smith. Think about it. Will he's Smith. Too much was of a, just he's cut, too no, much of a pussy. I didn't say he did it. I know, but he's too much of a pussy to even think of that. He slapped shit out of Chris Rock. That was that was <laughs> Chris Rock didn't even. He barely moved. Man, come on. No, uh, all right, but no, that's another conspiracy theory. That if we want to have a little segment or, or podcast on, on all the conspiracy theories that lead up to that, that there's actually right. a really good. We'll one. We'll do a whole show on rap conspiracy theories. I like it. I like it. We could do that. Um, I'll never forget when I when I sorry I got juicy for the first time. The album. Mm. That was when we bought CDs. And you don't even, did you even buy CDs? No. You've never bought CDs. How old are you? 19. No. 19. 19. Dude, never bought CDs. I was buying, I remember my first cassette tape. I still owe Columbia House like $3. This on your credit and shit? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know Columbia House is. No, like, what the Columbia fuck's House that? was you could get like 12 CDs for 99 cents and then yeah. they'd send them to you. But then you were like a, a member for life. You couldn't get out of it. You couldn't opt out of it. So every like month, you'd just get more CDs. I think I got like four like uh, Snow CDs. Remember the band Snow? Uh, some Fuji CDs. Wasn't Snow a white rapper? Uh, it was a, a group, I think. Wasn't it the Mr. Informer? Wasn't that Snow? Here comes the Informer. No, it's not. That's what I heard about. <laughs> that's what? <laughs> word about... I think that's I don't know the lyrics. No. So, are you sure? We're gonna have to look that shit up, man. We might. Um, anyway, I digress. Uh, so I, yeah, Columbia House. If you're out there, I'm sorry. Uh, it's the checks in the mail. Uh, I'll keep looking at. It. I'll keep keep going. I, I need to find that out now. What? Oh, about what? About snow. Oh yeah, yeah. Look that shit up. Look up snow. Do snow informer. Mm. Yeah, it is. 12 Inches of Snow was a CD informer. That's it. You're right. Because you. this dude's mom, that's all she used to fucking listen to when I was growing up. Snow? Yeah. And, and that's where you got your culture from on it. Right? <laughs> this is where it started. I, I have know. to say, she wasn't She Sub- wasn't the music person. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to get us blocked in here now that the ad's playing, but I, I want to just kind of hear the hook line here, see if that was what I think... Yep, that's it. Okay. 
All right, we're sick of time. Yeah, but, 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 no, 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 play him, dude. Yeah. He's a fucking nerd. He says, I'll lick your boom boom mouth. That's what he says. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, um, those glasses are back in style. What year was that? Oh, in former. Was it 91? Oh, gosh, it might be. Or 93. No, hell no. I remember that shit like it was yesterday. Let me see here. My my two first cassette tapes are vastly different. One was Metallica, the Black Album. These are brand new cassettes. 93. Come on. Book of useless knowledge. Uh, two boys to men, and then my very first cassette tape that I ever had was a copy cassette tape. It was Nevermind, Nirvana, the greatest one of the greatest albums ever made. I was a Cypress Hill guy. I had Cypress Hill. I had uh, Naughty by Nature. I had cassettes of Naughty by Nature. Um, see, I growing up. I, I was I was into rap all the time. And that that was what I, I listened to. What was rap, and oddly enough, like Elton John, just because that's what my parents would listen to. I hear it on the one hundred four three oldies station, which now it, I, I guess, which is kind of odd. But like Tupac could be on the oldies station. <laughs> I had a cousin that all he listened to was Elton John. It was weird, but one specific song. You probably never guess what it is. Elton John. Oh, longest time. Crocodile Rock. Oh, okay. I'll never forget. I always went camping with my cousins and shit. And I'm like, what the? I didn't know Elton John. I was like five or six. Did he even sing the longest time? I don't even know what song that is. Oh, shit. Do you remember the first piece of music you got or bought? Or yeah. Your dad was cool as fuck. He listened yeah. to everything. No, yeah, that's why. I don't know. Probably... Um Probably like Three Days Grace or um, Slipknot, something oh, like that. Oh, it's Billy Joel. Hey, man. <laughs> Sorry, not Elton John. I used to play Three Days Grace for you on guitar all the time when you were little. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but that's what I was into, heavy, at first, in Green Day. And then once I started being able to buy my own music, I started getting into rap. It was like Big Sean, and Big Sean was like a big thing. And um, I mean, always listening to like Tupac. And wasn't, he, wasn't he one of the first to get with Ariana? Yeah, Big Sean. Um, I love music. Actually, I would have to attribute my taste in music to my oldest sister for sure. Yeah, I, I as I've grown, I've kind of I have to say that my, my taste in music has evolved to more of an eclectic, you know, grouping. Just because all those years of sitting on midnight shift in a squad car before, uh, uh, you know iPods came out and whatnot. I'd just be on Napster taking whatever I could listen to. And uh, at that point, uh, I just started listening See, to everything. Even know it. He never even used, had to use Napster. Yeah. Was, I heard of Napster before. That though. shit was, that, that was huge when I was in high school. That's where we get our music for free. I actually right. only heard of that because of um, the one movie, Social Networking. With, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, whatever, that was about him. So that was huge, Napster. I mean, Metallica is ultimately responsible for taking them down. Right. They, they sued their shit out of them. Which is cool. Right. And at the time, I didn't quite understand it. But, you know, like I used to do 
I used to hang out with artists and do interviews and all like I was going to shows all the time. I'm sure you know those stories because yeah. your your dad went with me quite a few times. But um, that's when I got the appreciation to never rip music ever again. When when and I know I've talked about this before, but when you hear the stories about how you know people think that most musicians are wealthy and they're just killing it, and the truth is is that if they didn't tour, they would they wouldn't make shit. Like legit starving artists. Yeah, legit. Like iTunes sales, like it doesn't, it, it really doesn't pay the bills because they get like maybe 15% or less pennies for tracks. Like some you've spent hours, days, yeah. weeks, months developing and you get so know, that's why pennies I, on the dollar. That's why you see, like you mentioned, like one of the first bands you listened to was Three Days Grace. Well, number one, they're Canadian. Two, they had to come over here and they made their money from nonstop fucking touring all the time. Every year. And then an album had to come out every two years. That's a whole different podcast. Mm-hmm. Signing record deals, you know, minimum five albums. You know, their contract doesn't end until then. Then they don't own the publishing. Holy shit, there's so much to it. But yeah. Where's mm-hmm. I going with that? I don't know. But I can talk about music. Oh, I fucking love music. Yeah. All right, so so you're recording, uh, you record often, correct? Yeah, Ish? often. Yeah, probably like um, at least every two weeks, once every two weeks. And and you're putting your uh, your music out on Spotify? No, um, not Spotify. I'm sorry, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud, and like it's out on everything now. So Spotify, every platform. Now it's on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, or I'm not YouTube. Apple Music, iTunes. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, you didn't even tell me it was on iTunes. Okay, I had to discover that myself. So we'll, we'll put up the the iTunes on, on yeah, this video. Sure. I'll let everyone take link, a look at the iTunes. Link everything to it. And uh, so I've been I've been pushing you to write, write, write. And so I bought a I bought a song a couple of years ago that I thought was was fire. And it's just been sitting there because I wanted to write a song with you. But then I'm thinking, holy shit! If I give if I give this young man an idea to write about, we should make a little podcast thing. So. Look, I like out, it. look out for no space, Hall of Mirrors. So, so I like that. So, and and that kind of segues into where do you get your inspiration for yourself? What do you sing about? Uh, it just depends on because obviously you're about. not speaking about life experience of you know slapping hoes, blunt on the street, right? Because yeah. it's not that life, right? Yeah. Um. So, where where does your inspiration come from? I mean, it comes from whether it's from honestly. Drugs somewhat, mm-hmm. and then um, he he writes like, about life experience. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah life experiences too about like ex girlfriends, like love or love problems, and like heartbreak, whatever else. Sure, it is, but it's intense. I mean, I don't mean to, to knock your age because you're on here because of your age right now, um, but it, it's those emotions are are intense. I, I remember when I was 19; those emotions are are raw, and there, there's a lot that can be drawn from that. Yeah. So when your inspirations, obviously, one of your biggest inspirations, my biggest juice world, yeah, juice world for sure. He's a kind of a we'll call him a, a region, region mm-hmm. rat. He's pretty close to home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Homewood, Illinois. Um, how, how do you think you related him so well? Like, I don't just how he vocalizes and how he raps about all the shit that has gone on going on in his life. Like 
whether it's from he had a heartbreak and then he got into some bad shit, but the, like, you know, it, it helps take away some of the shit you're thinking about gets off your mind. It's like everything that, you know, he talks about is true. It's, what do you think about him? Uh, dude, you remember, was I one of the first people to play Juice World for you? I, I don't know. Don't you remember? One time we were, we were cruising years ago. I'm like, dude, listen to this. I played him. I've been a Juice World fan since he first came out. I might be real. Is that yeah, since all girls are the same? Mm, probably before that. Oh, shit. Um, See, I went yeah. a little bit farther south with, with my, my local talent. I went a little bit farther to the north, I should say. I I was a Chief Keith fan. Chief Keith, that's uh, that's yeah. another big inspiration for me. Chief yeah, Keith is I, I I met him. Uh, when we're off, uh, when we're off air, I'll tell you exactly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's a Robbins uh, native. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't know he was local. Yeah, he's he's from the Jets out there in Robbins. Uh, Russian Roulette was one of his songs. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. what did uh, his death mean to you? Like, how did that affect you? I mean, I was. Uh, it, it sucks because I mean he was such a great artist and he could have. I mean, he only made it so far in the time that he had, but he made it pretty big for how long he was there but if he would have been able to stay around i feel like he would have been crazy like you know he was already crazy like for me he was i i believe he's better than tupac or biggie that's just so he uh he was a soundcloud product right yeah before he really hit it big dude the amount of money he made so fast private jet fucking oh yeah bags yeah he made it big like really fast so you could do it too yeah, it's not it's not impossible. He's got a huge ass record deal when he first started. And I mean, he did go on tour twice or was going on his third tour, I think, before he passed. But shit, I mean, he signed that record deal for three million dollars. His first record deal. So just think about how little that is, really. When you think about, yeah. uh, like, I remember we always talk about our region where we're from. So Jeff Samarja, major league baseball player out of Valparaiso, right? He could have played NFL or baseball, stuck with baseball. He signed like a, I don't have the exact number off the top of my head, but I want to say a guaranteed contract before he even suited up for the Cubs. Before he even hit the minor leagues, he signed like a fucking crazy, like $20 million contract or some shit. Isn't that nuts? It is. Look it up. I mean, I don't know. I could be way off, but I'm pretty sure it was in that ballpark. Uh, I always say, man. What are we doing wrong? I encourage you to keep chasing your dreams because you just never fucking know. It only takes one, right? And so are are you on TikTok then? Do you uh, do the tick or do you stay constant, I should say? So obviously you're always putting your music up when music's developed, but are you you staying in the, the public eye? Yeah, yeah. I always post my stuff. I always try to post everything on Snapchat, Instagram. I, I'm not the big I need to get more into TikTok because that's I mean where a lot of people are blowing up from and getting heard and getting seen, but I just haven't been big on TikTok, but see, that's it, dude. That's why I've been pushing. I'm like, dude, Unk's your manager. Uncle's your manager. Uncle's your manager. Yes. Let me know, bro. And then we got head of security over here. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, man. No, we got man. it. I, I see with the earpiece. Oh, we got the we got the back door secure. We're good. Yeah, we got <laughs> ride ready. Let's go. I got you. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. 
That's shopify.com slash system. <laughs> I, 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 I know some people. I know some people. Um, shit. No, that's, that's great. So what's, what's next for you? You got an album coming out. You got uh, EPs coming out. I'm mainly just singles. So like how I'm, I kind of look at it, because when I posted my album, the certain songs in the album didn't get the views that I wanted it to get. But I'm doing what I'm going to start doing. I think I may drop an AP at, or an EP at some point, but I want to start dropping singles and promoting the shit out of those singles just to try to get those heard. Because I feel like when you drop in a bulk, people may only listen to one song or two songs. And then, you know what I mean? not listen to the rest. I want them to listen to that song and then, oh, this is good. And then keep on playing it back. Okay. So you, I noticed you have like album artwork for almost every single. Yeah. So what you got to do is if you're going to do go that route, in my opinion, is once you hit X amount of singles, then you put out a compilation. Of all of them on one yeah. EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you never know. You know, someone's like, oh, shit, I love that song. Oh, I love that song. Oh, fuck. Well, I I, need, I should just buy the compilation. Yeah. Damn. Any, any music videos coming out? Actually, yeah. So I have one of my boys that I grew up with. He's really big in photography and shit now. He told me that he wanted to do a video. And then my other boy that just saw, there was this um, Cole Bennett from Chicago actually did a whole music video just on an iPhone. My other buddy has like the same iPhone and he was telling me that he's been wanting to do a music video for a long time. So he hit me up and we're going to do that like next week or something like that. Can, can you get a, a excerpt of just Randy and I standing in the background just yeah. with our arms crossed? Shit, we can, stone face? we can film some of the video here. <laughs> we could do that. <laughs> Fuck, we, we need to brainstorm, man. Unk's creative, bro. So I never, I never had a, I always wanted to be a guitar player. I never wanted to. I never wanted the limelight or anything like that. Imagine a song with Unk, dude, nephew. Let's do it. You going crazy on the guitar? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a rhythm guitarist. I'm not. I've never, ever had the talent to be a lead guitarist by any means. I could do with some filling vocal. I could. Oh. He's on a t- tambourine, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that too. I can. I can hold that beat. Morocco. I've got no uh, no musical inclination whatsoever. So, um, so let's let's uh, switch gears. Yeah, all right. Let's yeah, switch gears. Let's go back to that Biden bullshit. Because there's clips I'm going to throw into the podcast. So right. What we just witnessed on that. Um, what was that even for? What was the need for that press conference? That was a, in my my opinion, that was a posturing. That was an absolute posturing because. He's got such a failed rollout of this college tuition reimbursement, and he's getting such backlash. He had to divert from that. Also, I think he is setting the tempo and foreshadowing what's about to happen in the United States. He's foreshadowing that our former president is going to get arrested and that when there's uprising, it's an extremist uprising. But first, we must be honest with each other. And with ourselves, too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I think all of this is playing. It's a game of chess right now. So I want to know, like, who the fuck was in charge of. Setting this, oh, the optics, the optics. Oh my god, they it, should looked be fired. Like, it looked like a well, I think it was straight intentional. It looked like a fucking Nazi rally, yeah, all red, 
you know, yeah, absolutely. not red, white, and blue, not lights. No, it was a it was very dark, very dark. dark setting, right? Uh, very much so intimidating. And then you're right, that, that's by design. They, he was trying to stress the, the uh, how grave our situation was right. or, or is um, and, and trying to really play to fears of uh, uh, uninformed populace. And that, that bothers me. And with that, with the two Marines in the background. Right, standing at the ready. I, I don't ever remember Marines standing with their hands cro- you know, together in front. Yeah, they weren't standing at, at the, the ready position. That's not the hands to the right, side, they right? Were, right. Well, but, or behind them. Or behind them. Right. Uh, I, but once again, I, I, I don't know. See, I wasn't a Marine, I, so I can't. We got, I want to reach out to speculate on that. Emily Rainey's been posting some. She, she's a, since our podcast, she's really focused on uh, getting content out on a daily basis. She's huge into like self-sustainability, self-farming, living off the grid. Right. But she also stays in tune with, I don't know if you saw that podcast. It was pretty tight. Check it out. Yeah, she's pretty badass. She was, she was, um, she's a psyop, psychological operations officer in the army. So she would, you know, her mission when she was in the armed forces, like in Iraq and Afghanistan, was to go in and and work the people, right? Psychological. But she, um, she was at the January sixth, uh, rally. Rally. Thank you. Rally. And you're going to say insurrection? No, <laughs> no. I was yeah, looking. She was at the rally, and she was just celebrating the president and shit but somehow the government and the media wanted to because they knew she was there they wanted to say she had, had something to do with that and ultimately tried to dishonorably discharge her which did not happen and whatever she was on the podcast it was a great one of our best podcasts it was fucking awesome but since then she's consistently been putting out content i just saw she commented on that Biden press conference, and she's got some really good insight. I want to have her back on. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great because, you know, I, I know we, we touched on the, the extreme conspiracy of what was in that raid at Mar-a-Lago. Um, Insane. It, yeah, and, it, you know, Trump had actually put out on Truth Social that they, or no, he was doing an interview. I'm sorry, he did an interview after the raid, and he had stated, well, they thought they thought I had Hillary's emails. That's what they were looking for. You think that's that, it? That's what Trump said. I'm he might have had Hillary's emails. Yeah, he's not going to be stupid enough to keep them there. I was going to say, if he's smart, he's got 100 copies right. in 100 different locations. He, Trump has a, a dead switch somewhere. Well, I just want to know, that, why, why that, are they waiting so long to do anything? You know, He said he's going to drain the swamp the first four years. He did a pretty good fucking job of removing people, but... Look, one one man alone I cannot know. do it. I know, and people and, and when you're dealing with a global issue where there are co-conspirators and uh, and you know violent parties across the entire globe with information and counter information going going out there. Do you think he was waist deep in shit when he realized, holy fuck? You know, he was hardcore crusading, and then he's like, fuck, I don't think I, I can do I, this. I, I, I don't necessarily, I don't think Trump has the mentality to say, I can't do this. I think he was smart enough to realize I need to step back for a second. Take a breather, regroup. Because Trump would have been Kennedy. He had to step back. See, and, and I had this discussion somewhere else today. 
how the fuck? And, and it's hard to even talk about this because I don't want to be like people go back and listen to this. I'm not. I just. I'm just trying to figure out how the fuck has never happened to Hillary, never happened to Biden. Because because there's untouchable Pelosi. There's untouchables in this country. Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, do. I don't want to say the yeah. words because I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to like be targeted. Yeah, or, right. No, but 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 Trump had to take that step back, and the reason he had to take that step back is because I honestly think he put a he's got he had to put some drop dead switches in in play. You know what I mean by drop dead switch? Basically, what, what I'm saying is if something Shit happens to him, fan, he can hit. He can let it go. Somebody no. releases information. He's got that collateral at this point. So our last podcast, we talked about, uh, we went a little out there, and we came up with a theory that a, possi- a possible raid, because it's been in the news lately, you know, the government slowly releasing alien information, UFO stuff. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Yeah, I have. But we're like, that. holy fuck, what if Trump had, had that shit, that information? What, was, what if that was one of the reasons why they... Because he had the, the disclosure information. Yeah. Shit, that would be crazy. <laughs> You'd have all sorts of shit to write about. Yeah. <laughs> you can make all sorts of songs. I, I don't, man, in, in your short amount of time, so much has happened. I mean, you fucking six lifetimes of crazy shit has happened in your short 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, we've been in endless wars, out of endless wars. Um, you know, that. Gosh, you go back twenty years. Let's see. Uh, I remember De- Desert Desert Storm. Yeah. I was gonna say I remember yeah. nineteen ninety one when Desert Storm was going on. I was uh, six because it, it really. I, I'm, if my memory serves me correctly. It number one, it was the shortest conflict we've ever been in. It only lasted for like two days when, when initial. Well, in, no, it, it it switched right. It was initially. Keep, keep talking, but I'm going to look yeah. this up. Well, once we decided to to push Saddam back out of the oil fields and shit, it was like two days, right? We went in with our A-10 Warthogs, came in, swooped down, bam. We took out their entire military, all their tanks, bam, 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 bam. But I was six, and I remember it It was like PTSD. I didn't really realize it. All the news would show. This is when infrared became really popular, and they would only show the nighttime Infrared of the fucking the one, anti-aircraft and, and the one ICBM dropping down. Yeah, the one bomb going through. That's all they would show. But you could only get your news between five and six o'clock or nine to ten o'clock because it was off the news. Channel two, channel five, exactly. channel seven. Exactly. Uh, but when it started, it was Operation Desert Shield, and I remember, and I, I had I had to look it up for it to, to re-trigger my memory. But then it switched over to Desert Storm, which was when the invasion yeah, happened. When yeah. We went to take it over. I remember, it, and here's what's fucked up about the world we're living in now. You want to talk about patriotism? I remember having an Operation Desert Storm T-shirt. At, I would have been in grade school. So, and I, I'm going to school. I'm patriotic. My parents are flying the American flag. Oh yeah, yeah we're going to go get get those bastards. Blah blah blah. And now. You can't. I couldn't get you to agree that this table right here is white. If you're, you know, on the opposite side of the fence of me, there is no, no. Uh, I don't want to say camaraderie, but there's there, there's no love for country anymore. But what's what's crazy is is that so Desert Storm was like a couple of days, right? Yeah, ninety one. So from ninety one, and yes, some things happened in between. 
that were very important. But from 91 to 2000, it felt like the longest time of peace in my life. Like it felt like forever for me. Those years growing up in the 90s felt like a beautiful foreverness. Well, but 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 could you have been oblivious to what was going on because of well, your age? age? Right. Absolutely. So I, I mean, I, I guess you you have the the luxury of being young. Yeah. Those times, right? But these kids don't. These kids don't. Man. That's what's fucked up. So ever since the you know this generation, this generation Z's been alive. Well, <clears throat> he didn't get to see nine eleven happen. I, I remember watching that shit on TV, right? But you grew up, you were born in war, and it's literally, literally, we just pulled out of that. Fucking literally. Yeah. Within the last year. Right. Your entire life has been war. That's all you've ever known. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, but, but here's the fucked up thing. It, is it because, and, and this is going to sound very crass, but we find out that desert storm we did that under false pretenses what's it even false pretense i, th- I think it was because they invaded kuwait i think it was solely to take the oil fields i mean that was just straight oil right but it was under the auspice that iraq invaded kuwait yeah so we, we didn't but once again the or was it but, that they set the oil fields on fire one or the other right um but but there there was there was gain for the United States to do that right there there was personal gain and for I, the country. I want to say at the time Iraq's army was supposedly the third largest in the world. I didn't. I don't know that. And we uh, we swooped in and took them out in two days. Sure. Yeah. But but with that being said, we we find out because we weren't living in that age of instant access, we weren't living in that. We were just. What did, we just got consumed with, just like you said, we were watching those that one infrared uh, clip that they wanted to release at the government, and that's all we saw. So we didn't we and like like the war in Ukraine. Now we have the opportunity to see opposite perspectives of it, right? Pro Ukraine doesn't necessarily mean you're pro Russian, but you can also understand where the Russians might be coming from with what's going on with Ukraine. But back in the, the early 90s, there's no way we'd get that information. Yeah. And I'd probably be wearing a, a Ukraine shirt right now. Uh, 1990, Iraq was the fourth largest. Fourth largest. In, in the world. Yeah, I knew it was up there. But I swear they were number three for a while, or fifth largest. Um, yeah. I, mean, pretty I, mean, I just remember the talk. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty impressive compared to, you know, with the size of what Iraq is. Yeah. Oh, that's it, man. I, I, I really wanted to talk about uh, the fucking craziness. Where, where do you think we're going now? So, so now we have this this front. What do you think, young man? I don't know. I, hopefully, we can get somebody better in office. That's you know, and like just not even just the president either. Just everybody, Congress, everything like that. People that are willing to work to make everything better. But isn't it crazy how how most of those. A, a, a lot of uh, politicians have like lifetime terms. Yeah, they, they never end. And that, and that fucked up. So it's it's up to you you guys to fucking change that. Yeah. You know? um, right, and and let let's face it, the your generation will be running this country um, when uh, we are in our 
golden years per se. So it's going to be up to your generation to, you know, we, we can start this, I don't want to say fight, but that's what it seems like it's coming to. It's coming to, Do I you think s- we're going to hit civil war. <sighs> that, that, that's such a loaded question because in my heart, I want to say absolutely not. There's no way it would come to that. My brain we never my thought we'd brain ever see anything tells like me this. something else, right? right? I love this country. There's no doubt. We wouldn't be doing this podcast if we didn't have a love of country. Right. And, and, and with that being said, freedom isn't free. And I think that's where the disconnect is. So and Emily uh, today, she in, in her post, because that, that's why I mentioned her not. She said... Basically, do not trust your military. They do not have you in their best interest. Correct. They will fold, and they will do what they're told. Correct. Because now their training does not involve, doesn't even mention the Constitution. Right. So I, I mean, that, that's a scary thought, right? Um, at what point is a even a podcast like ours, if we're not already? For those, the interviews we've done, are, are we not put on that watch list? Oh, well. Just for, have, yeah, for, no, for we, having conversations. We know. we know. We know someone's gotten in my phone. Right. You know, we've, we've been through all that shit. You, so, you, I didn't hear about you that. See that? No. The time we did the Emily Rainey interview, like, immediately after, I left my phone on at night. You know how you can screen record? Yeah. <clears throat> I was sleeping, dude. Out. Like, I have to look at the timestamp again. It was something like 1 or 2 a.m. Someone got in my phone, purposely hit, did a screen record, and they fucking purposely went into a certain grouping of apps, which happened to be like my home security system and like my camera system. Holy shit. And like, just opened it up and was like, look at this motherfucker. And they're just moving around. And they left the screen recording. So when I woke up, after you take a screen recording, the iPhone has a notification. Yeah. Screen recording saved. That's what was up. When I woke up, that's what it said. Yeah, so don't think that your iPhones can't be hacked. Yeah, shit. No. Dude, I was freaked the fuck out. Like, we, we, I immediately changed all my fucking passwords, turned my phone off at night. I got, um, what are those bags called? Faraday. Faraday bags. Is that what they're called? Yeah. So Wait, they're like, they? they're like, um, once you put your device in them, they block all signals. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I freaked the fuck out, dude. I, I called Emily Rainey the, that morning on my way to work. I'm like, holy fuck, they're in my phone. She said they did the same thing to me before. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, so, and, and here we are. We're, we're a small podcast, right? Yeah. So it, it, individually, we can be intimidated. As a collective, you know, there, there's that, that meme that goes of it, it's got a ruler, you know, one guy with a whip and, you know, there's a million people in a row and everyone's bowed down to him. Then one stands up and that guy gets whipped. Everyone else is standing down. Then everybody stands up and the person with the whip bows down. That's where we're at. We elect these people. And I'm not, I'm not a proponent of violence. 
I'm 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 not even a proponent of these protests. Uh, you know, go going to the Capitol and let's let's pro. I'm not a, not a proponent of that. I think to, in order to get real results, you have to start at the base level, the grassroots. You have to start locally at your local forms of government, at your school boards, and you have to go and get elected. Those that want to make a difference for the positive have to go and get elected. That's how change happens. It has to start at the bottom and then work its way up. Then you run for, you know, state office. Then you're in federal. That's how this has to happen. Uh, you know, a thousand people standing out on, in, on Michigan Avenue, you know, breaking uh, Macy's windows isn't going to change anything. It, in order to affect serious change, you have to have serious people to, and that's so fucking funny that you mentioned that because in that Biden speech, talk any MAGA Republican or anybody that supports Donald Trump is an extremist, right. violent, blah blah blah. When in reality, it was all those crazy fucking Democrats or well, Biden well, supporters well, that were trashing well, cities. There's extreme right and extreme left yeah. in politics, no doubt about yeah. it. The the problem is you had the moderate right going, or I'm sorry, the moderate left in those riots. You had freaking teachers associations and unions out in those riots. And at that point, you have to step back and like, what the fuck? Right? I mean, here, oh, the, oh, hey, Miss Anderson. Oh, here's a brick. Right? Come on. Hey, man, in your time on the South Side, have, did you, have you seen or talked to anybody in BLM talking to you? No, no, I haven't ever. Isn't that fucking funny how it just appears when they, when they want it and then gone? Well, right. And, well, I mean, let's face it, the BLM, you haven't heard about it because the head of BLM got caught uh, buying yeah, yeah. millions of dollars buying uh, property everywhere, buying yeah. real estate. Well, so much for your social justice causes, right? Or, or, or it, which it happened on the in the West. Um, there was an organization uh, that was paying bail for uh, criminals, and this was in, in the news. And I, and I apologize, I don't remember the name of the organization, but this this guy was locked up six times for domestic battery, and he was on a an, on a bond. He couldn't. He couldn't get out. This organization pays for his bond. Two days later, guess what happened? He he killed his, his wife. So we have to be careful. And that's another thing. We have to be careful about where we're giving our money to. The charitable organizations that we think are help. We have to see where this money is going to. What what are we helping give credence to? I don't even now, I don't even donate to right, anything. But see, but if I found if I found a reputable organization that I knew the money would be, you know, go where it needs to go. Look, if you've got a large organization, I understand that there's an executive structure yeah. in place and those salaries need to be reasonable. But there's no reason a non-profit uh, CEO should be a millionaire. It kind of defeats the purpose of being a fucking non-for-profit. Right. All right, man. So, so no space. If you had anything to say to your to your fan base, you got a fan base. I know. I yeah. see the views. Yeah. What, you, what would you say to them? Uh, what you got cooking? More music coming soon. Um, music video coming soon too. Everything's on all platforms now. So um, go check it out. And then, what do you want them to know about you? I want you guys to know I'm a hard worker. Um, I'm dedicated, and I'm 
trying my best to make the best music I can every day. So, and also don't forget to come check out the podcast because you unks got the shit. Uh, you're gonna come back and perform for us, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Always been my dream. Like when when we did this podcast, like we when we first started, we had no idea like where it was gonna go, and then we had like a cause. A cause ended up calling our name. But I've always wanted to do get back into music interviews, man. Because I was, you know, before you were born, I was fucking. Well, no, you were born. When I started doing it. Yeah, I but I was fucking all over the place, uh, going to shows and and it was fun. Like I was podcasting before podcasting was podcasting. That makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. I was. I would. Re- everybody, all these music interviewers would do an interview and they would just put like a written piece out. As like online publications were big. Yeah. But I'm like, man, I'm not a writer. I've never been a writer. I've never been good at writing. Um, so I took, I bought a little Sony MP3 recorder. All my interviews, recorded audio. And I would post my fucking interviews on SoundCloud before SoundCloud was for musicians. No shit. So before it was just used for like interviews and shit like well, that. Well, I mean, all sorts of uh, audio media, but... Um, yeah. So I would do my interviews. I would, I had, I had a website. I'd post my interviews on there. And then when the publicist for those artists was like, hey, do you have your interview, your material? I'd send them a link to my, to my uh, interview. And They'd write essentially, it. it was a fucking podcast. And people would listen to the interview and then they would say, well, so-and-so from such-and-such band spoke with you know Randy from, you know, I had like three different names, the Rock Tribune, which is, the later end of my and you know it was fucking neat like oh my god they listened to my interview holy shit they yeah and it was a hobby like i didn't it wasn't a career or nothing but it was it was something all right well i want to thank you for joining us i i I, thank you for your insight i wish you nothing but success in, in your career stay safe uh and keep putting out inspirational music i'll see you on tiktok eventually and uh, I look forward to that TikTok collab. At No Space. K-N-O- At No Space. S-P-A-C-E. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. All over Snapchat. Um, yeah, man. So, thanks for having come, me. Come back. Were you bored? No, I was not bored. It's an important conversation, <laughs> man. It's, it, you know, it's, it's okay. It, I think that having you talk about uh, your current views um, – Kind of enables the the younger people that are like uh, are uncomfortable about talking about it or or you know or afraid or whatever. Yeah, it's important. You guys all talked about like it was interesting things the whole time and the stuff that's going on right now. So I mean, it needed to be heard. Right, and everybody's allowed a difference of opinion. Right? right, it's the problem happens when we can't talk about it. Like like I'd be interested if anything that I said that you disagreed with, let's talk about it because I'm I want to hear other perspectives. And, yeah. and and with that being said, that goes to our entire audience out there. Uh, we didn't throw in our, our shameless plug yet, so please give us a like, a share um, for whoever's watching this. And uh, we want, once again, as always, we want your opinions. Uh, what topics do you want us to talk about? Uh, are we full of shit? Uh, we we want to know. Oh, yeah. One thing I forgot to mention, uh, I thought it was funny. Yesterday, they <laughs> even though Moderna is suing Pfizer or whatever yeah. the fuck, they announced uh, the fourth fourth booster yeah let's holy fuck yeah i I got some some info on that that we'll talk about on a different next podcast yeah so all right keep vaping my man i love it (laughs) yes sir
We do not endorse vaping. No, we do not. Smoking, drinking, nothing. No. Nope. All right. All right. See you guys in the All next right. one. Later. Thank you.